there's three things that I want to touch on. Uh, the first has to do with how you attract business to a community. The second focuses on some economic indicators here in Madison and Wisconsin. And the third gets to Wisconsin manufacturers and commerce and their role in this issue of, of right to strike. The Kauffman Foundation in Kansas City is probably the premier entrepreneurial organization in this country studying what creates places and cities and states and regions that will attract new businesses. Uh, they have done a number of reports and studies, including one just recently, which focuses on how to spur entrepreneurial growth. Uh, this was done last summer. And the bottom line is this. You do it by creating the environment for folks who are within your community, within your state, within your region to invest and grow a business. You don't do it with tax cuts. You don't do it with cross-border ratings. Now, that may raise the question about uh, right to work, but the point is we're being told that the need for right to work is based on attracting businesses. Businesses are not attracted by whether or not a community is union or non-union. That's the first point. The second point is that here in Madison and Dane County, which is pro-union, pro-organized labor, and does not look at organized labor as an impediment to economic growth, which was does not look uh, at organized labor as stifling an economy, is leading the state of Wisconsin in terms of growth in our economy. Governor Walker and every member of the legislature should pay attention and ask the question, what's going on in Madison and Dane County that's not taking place in the rest of the state? Now, some may give a flippant answer saying, well, of course, it's easy there because they've got the state capital and they've got uh, the university. But we're the ones who took the barbaric hit after Act 10 and have continued to show uh, how vibrant and how uh, successful you can be in an economy that's based on labor and recognizing the value of work and not trying to underpay workers. So the first point ought to come out of, the, out of that as a subcategory is that the better off your neighbor does, the better off you will do. But some of the things that might be looked at include the growth in private construction jobs. Private construction jobs do not reflect investment by government in the public sector. This is a reflection of what the private sector believes is going to happen in terms of building housing, in terms of building retail, in terms of building uh, office, office buildings. So with uh, Madison and Dane County, Madison being 4%, the county being a little over 8% of uh, the state's population, we are producing 
between 12 and 18 percent of the new construction jobs in the state over the last three years, depending upon which, which quarter we're discussing. This is a reflection of volume of dollars that is coming into the area. Another point that's to be made is the low unemployment and the significant strides we've made in regards to household income. In fact, just the uh, two-year period from 2011 to 2013, uh, household income has grown by over uh, $4,000 annually uh, among African Americans in our community. Now I want to get to what the real issue is here, which is the role of Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce as a driving force behind right to work. Um, give me one second here. Can you actually hand me those two documents to the, with the yeah, all three of them, thanks. I'm sorry. For many years, WMC took a survey of its members and asked them what is the top public policy issue facing Wisconsin? And a second question, what is the top business concern facing your company? These are two different questions. One is what do you think is happening to the state? The other is what about your company? And with that, uh, WMC puts out a sanitized press release uh, uh, based on the results sharing what they think is, is important and sometimes withholding other information. Now, up until 2006, the entire survey was posted online. Since that time, they've taken it offline and have put out press releases, such as the one I've made available to you, um, dated January 19, 2015. But I want to go back to the last time that WMC uh, actually shared with us um, the results of the survey of their members. And, and keep in mind um, the two questions. On the question, what is the top public policy issue fa facing Wisconsin, taxes is number one. What year is this, Mayor? 2006. On the question of what is the top business concern facing your company, let me read in order the answers. Healthcare costs, competition, labor shortage, energy regulation, economic slowdown, taxes. Taxes is seventh. So what's going on here is very simple. People believe what they're fed in terms of information from WMC. That taxes is the big problem. But when it comes to individual companies, taxes is not an issue. Now, nowhere in either list, nowhere in either list is unions. Labor shortage shows up. And nowadays, 
when asked what's the most challenging uh, matter facing your company, what you often hear is an intelligent, well-trained workforce. What we have here from Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce is a manufactured crisis which even their own members don't subscribe to. If you notice, we've had plenty of businesses that have represented workers come out in opposition to this legislation. But WMC will not reveal who within their organization is in favor of this. It's time for the Manufacturers and Commerce Organization to come forward and reveal to us those companies or to do a true open and public survey of their members as to whether or not they really think making Wisconsin a right-to-work state is a solution to economic growth. I would suggest that they look at the evidence and come to realize that state investment in education, job training, and in infrastructure is the real trigger to private investment and in turn to growing the economy. I'm done. Questions? If, uh, what's going to happen if right to work passes to, to Madison in the short term and in the long term? Well, we will continue to hope that we will have an organized workforce, that we will have the kind of training and safety and sharing of the benefits of, of profits uh, that, that uh, our workers have come to deserve and and help build a, a strong community. Uh, there may be lawsuits that tie this thing up, but the pessimistic view, um, which we have to consider, is that the economic decline that started in the state with the recession and accelerated by the administration of Governor Walker will go deeper and deeper and hopefully there will be a change in leadership in both the governor's office and in the legislature before the damage is irreparable. But I, I can see decades of backsliding here for a state that was prosperous and really understood the value of labor. Would prevailing wage be uh, like an equal hit as right to work in your mind? Prevailing wage may be uh, a, a, another uh, disaster uh, 
as they undo it. I mean, prevailing wage works for us, and prevailing wage benefits everyone, not just union workers. That's the point of prevailing wage. Um, we'll have to see what happens with that one. Do we cover your points, Mark? All right. Thanks. Thank you.